You're listening to FMGRadio.com. I welcome you to the Holistic Health Show. I'm Dr. Carl O'Helvey, your host. My first guest today is Dr. Dawson Church, who has edited or authored many books and collaborated with leading authorities, including Dr. Larry Dossey, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Dr. Christiana Northrup, and others. He founded Soul Medicine Institute to research and teach emerging psychological and medical techniques that can yield fast and radical cures. His award-winning book, The Genie in Your Genes, at www.yourgeniusgene.com, pioneers the field of epigenetics, explaining the remarkable self-healing mechanisms now emerging at the juncture of emotional and gene expression. He has authored numerous scientific studies through the Foundation for Epigenetics Medicine, and is the editor of Energy Psychology, a peer-reviewed journal. He shares how to apply these breakthroughs to health and athletic performance through EFT Universe at http forward slash forward slash www.eftuniverse.com, one of the largest alternative medicine sites on the web. I welcome you to the Holistic Health Show, Dr. Church, and I look forward to hearing how EFT can help people with fibromyalgia. First, tell us about your research on how EFT can help those suffering with fibromyalgia. EFT is really effective for a number of stress-related conditions, and most of the research on EFT has been psychological research rather than physiological research. So we researched problems like anxiety, depression, PTSD, and phobias. And what we found in the course of those is that if you improve things like anxiety and depression, often physical symptoms get better as well. For example, there was one study of, of psoriasis that showed that psoriasis symptoms improved 75% when people's mental health improved. And the study of fibromyalgia is fascinating. It was done by, by a colleague of mine at Lund University in Sweden. And she had this brilliant idea, which had never occurred to anyone else before, of putting EFT online. And so she did an eight-week online course for fibromyalgia patients. It's a randomized controlled trial. And she delivered the entire intervention online. They were getting EFT, and they were getting EFT in the form of lessons, or like a lesson plan, and then they were getting email contact with her and her colleagues. And again, we found there was a, a big drop in fibromyalgia symptoms, pain, and also psychological ones like depression and anxiety, big, big drops in mm -hmm. depression and anxiety. And just to give you a, a kind of a rough picture of the results, about a third of the people recovered fully, about a third of the people recovered partially, and about a third didn't recover at all mm. in the course of that eight weeks. Mm -hmm. But for a condition that is considered incurable, like if you go on the Mayo Clinic website, it says fibromyalgia is an incurable condition. It just says that right up front there in the first paragraph mm -hmm. of the Mayo Clinic's website, showing that one in three people recovers completely, 
and one in three people recovers partially with no drugs, not even ha- having a single office visit with a physician, just by working on their emotional issues online. Mm-hmm. That was a really powerful pointer to the potential of EFT to help people with this condition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Good. Yeah, because I didn't think that much could be done for it. No. And it turns out that a lot of it is psychological. A lot of, almost every physical condition is psychological. Mm-hmm. It, it's emotional. You know, uh, one example was a guy I worked with once during one of our live workshops, and he had a broken leg. And I was thinking, this guy has a broken leg. He has all, he's in a lot of pain. He had, a, had this, this fracture of, of, his, of his bone about two weeks before in a car accident. He was on crutches. And when I asked him for his pain level, it was a, uh, an 8 out of 10, so mm-hmm. a high level of, of physical pain from this, this recent fracture. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I mean, can he, if he help this guy? It seems very normal for him to have this high level of pain. But we tapped, and if he uses ac- tapping with the fingertips and acupuncture points, mm-hmm. as we tapped and talked about the pain, it turned out that a lot of it was psychological. He was angry at the driver of the other car. Mm-hmm. that he collided with. He was angry at his wife, who made him drive that day. He didn't want to even go out in the car that day, but his wife insisted they go on this trip, so he went. He didn't want to go to where they were going, and of course they never arrived because they had a car wreck. So he was angry at his wife. He was angry at the, uh, the EMT technicians. He was angry at the doctor, angry at the hospital, angry at the insurance company, angry at his mother, angry at his father. So we tapped on all, the, on all of these things, the EFT for all of these other emotional issues, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the pain in his leg went down to a two. Hmm. That's, that's very, very typical. And all the research, if you look at all the research cumulatively, pain goes down by about two-thirds oh. when you successfully address the emotional aspects of pain. Mm-hmm. And all of those things we think of as pain are partly physical pain, but the large majority of it is actually emotional. So all those emotional residues of those that anger, those resentments, and so on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't chronic fatigue syndrome usually go along with fibromyalgia? Yeah, the symptoms are so similar that they're often misdiagnosed. So it often takes CFS patients a, a, a while to get a correct diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And the other thing we should throw in here is Lyme, Lyme disease, because um, often Lyme is misdiagnosed as oh. either chronic fatigue or mm-hmm. fibromyalgia mm-hmm. or vice versa. So we'll be diagnosed with Lyme, but mm-hmm. we have CFS. And they're, they're really mysterious conditions. I mean, we don't know really what, what, what triggers them. We don't know. There are no good drug therapies except for some, some of these symptoms. So, yeah, they, they're, they're closely. If you look at lists of the symptoms side by side, mm-hmm. they're hard to tell apart. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, then, since EFT is effective, is it easy to learn? Super easy to learn. In fact, the, the International Archive of Stories that patients have written is called EFT Universe. And if you go on EFT Universe, you can download a free manual there. And right away, download the free manual. On one page, it gives you all the instructions. And often people download the free manual, try it out, and in just a few minutes, mm-hmm. they've had at least one positive experience with EFT. Oh. And it's, it uses pieces of cognitive therapy, uses pieces of exposure therapy, uses pieces of conventional psychotherapy, but when you throw in this oriental medicine element of tapping mm-hmm. on these acupuncture points, so you're, you're, you're stimulating the acupuncture points, it seems to really enhance the effect of the traditional Western psychotherapy elements of EFT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And can you do this yourself, or do you need someone else to do it? You can do it yourself. It's safe. There are very few reports of any kind of adverse reaction by people doing it themselves. But it does help to have a guide and an instructor. So doing with a therapist the first time or a life coach is helpful. And for example, we have a large project called the Veteran Stress Project, which has now treated over 5,000 veterans and their, their family members and spouses and, and kids with EFT. And we found that having a therapist, having a coach, having somebody who actually teach you and, and guide you is really useful. You can tap on things by yourself. For example, maybe you would, if you have PTSD, maybe you, 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 would, you would tap when you're triggered by an event that happens in your daily life. But to go back, for example, if you're a veteran, to go back and process combat memories, it's really helpful to have the safety and security of an experienced practitioner right there in the room with you, mm -hmm. or at least available on phone or Skype, who's there to support you and to make sure you don't get stuck. Uh, often with, with traumatic memories, we really don't want to, we don't, we don't want to process them ourselves. They're, they're just too emotionally triggering. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if you have a therapist there or a doctor or a uh, a coach, then you have that degree of safety of this experienced practitioner there in the room with you. And, and so you can use self-help, but use a self-help plus therapy is usually the most effective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this similar to what Donna Eden does? I think she calls it energy work or something. Yeah, Donna Eden and her husband, who's a clinical psychologist called David Feinstein, are very close friends of mine. Mm -hmm. And she, she, yeah, her approach is called Eden Energy Medicine. And in fact, in oh, our yeah. live workshops mm -hmm. that I teach, where I teach EFT, mm -hmm. I often teach elements of Eden Energy Medicine as well, mm -hmm. because the two work so well together. Mm -hmm. Energy Medicine is more focused, though, on physical symptoms, whereas energy psychology, oh. or EFT, is focused on psychological ones. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, good. Because when you mentioned tapping, I remembered that she did something with tapping. Then could you... Yeah, she also taps on acupuncture points, yeah. Right, right. Then, Dr. Church, could you walk us through a sample EFT session? Sure, I'd be happy to. In fact, if you're listening to the show, just go ahead and do this yourself. It's quick, it's easy, it'll give you a sense what EFT can do. So think about some event that's happened in the last couple of weeks that bothered you. Could be a fight with a co-worker, could be a disagreement with your spouse, or with, your, with your child, or your parent, but think about something that happened recently, an event occurred that bothered you, and then once you go to the, the event, give it a score in terms of its intensity. So when you think about that fight at work, for example, is it really intense or is it not intense at all? And zero is no intensity. 10 is maximum possible emotional intensity. So when you think about the fight, are you a 3, are you a 5, or are you a 10? Get your number. And so you first look at the number, you get the name of the event, and then while you think about the event, you tap on these acupuncture points. And um, I won't walk you through all of them because there, there are quite mm -hmm. a few of them to tap mm -hmm. on, but if you just tap on one of them, which is what we call the karate chop point, where you would make a karate chop with the edge of your hand, tap there with the fingertips of the other hand, and think about the event, 
you've got the name of your event, you've got your intensity, think about the event, tap that point, focus on the event intently, and also then just imagine loving and accepting yourself, just accepting yourself the way you are. The event happened, the event was bad, but I accept myself the way I am. Now, also tap, take your, take two fingertips and tap where your eyebrow meets the bridge of your nose. Think about the event and think about accepting yourself. Tap on the side of your eye, on the bony ridge on the side of your eye with two fingertips. Again, think of the event and accepting your life just the way it is. Tap under the pupil of your eye on the bone and think of the event again. These are all the endpoints that acupuncture meridians mm-hmm. were tapping on here. Tap under your nose, think of the event. Tap on your chin, think of the event. And finally, tap right where your collarbone meets your sternum. And think of the event again, and also just focus on self-acceptance. And take a breath. Now, if you tune into the event again, think of the event again, Give yourself a new rating from 0 to 10, 0 being no emotional intensity and 10 being the most, and see how your score changes. That's essentially how to do a very simple form of EFT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, did, did, your, did you do it for real yourself? No, I didn't. I was uh, just listening. <laughs> okay. But I will uh, when uh, I play it back. Good. Yeah. And I'll give and you feedback. And the chance of see reduction. Good. Great. Good. Then is there anything else you'd like to say before we look at your services, books, and products, and how the listeners can reach you? Well, there's a lot of research on EFT. It shows it's effective for those psychological conditions, also for some physical ones. And my real desire is for people to use these tools like EFT, energy medicine, and so on, to help themselves end their suffering. It's really, it's really painful for me when people get, go suffering endlessly on and on. For example, these veterans. We had a whole generation of Vietnam veterans where we had no really good PTSD treatments at that time, mm-hmm. and they, they suffered dreadfully. Their, their families suffered. Uh, Vietnam veterans make up a large portion of the prison population. Many of them are homeless even today. Uh, they have much higher rates of cancer and heart disease. They're often unemployed. So a lot of tragedy around not treating PTSD. My whole goal is for us not to make the same mistake with the current crop of veterans, those coming back from Afghanistan and Iraq. Mm -hmm. So I I really am passionate about seeing us ameliorating preventable suffering. Some suffering, it's, it's hard to budge, hard to treat, but much of our suffering, much of our physical suffering and our emotional suffering can be shifted with simple techniques like tapping. So my, my real mission is to get those out there into the world, out there into primary care. We, we train people in the Veterans Administration. We train people in, in healthcare systems. We want these, these, these available to every patient so that, like that guy who had the, the fractured leg, that they aren't at an eight for pain. They should be at a two. So if we can make these kinds of interventions widely available, we address their emotional issues, and then... There's great medicine, modern medicine, which can, can take care of that, too, of uh, pain that is the real level of pain. So that's really what I'm, I'm all about is, is seeing people do this and, and not carrying that burden of pain 
around with them for year after year. Mm -hmm. And are patients most acceptable of this? Like when you go to the VA or you go to a homeless shelter or places like that? They may be skeptical at first, but doing it one time is usually enough to make a believer out of you. When mm -hmm. you feel the change in your body, then you can literally feel that mm -hmm. emotional intensity ebbing away. Mm -hmm. So the proof is in the pudding, and doing it just one or two times, usually people say, wow, I'm, I'm amazed. I was thinking of that, that disagreement with my, with my daughter, and my number went from an 8 to a 1. Mm -hmm. And then they realized, gee, I could apply the same method to all kinds of other stress in my life and start to live a much more stress-free life. So, then, of course, it isn't like they're, they're going to never need any medical care or never need proper, proper supplements, never need proper nutrition. They need to have all those things in place as well. They need mm -hmm. proper nutritional support, they need proper supplementation, they need good, good uh, allopathic care when necessary. But if you address the emotional component as well, then you have the best of all, all possible worlds. Mm -hmm. The homeless have so many problems. I had a grant for almost a million dollars and provided primary care at a homeless shelter and we had our center set up. I had a nurse practitioner and one of the programs I tried to set up for him and I had to discontinue it. It didn't work and that was I would arrange for a bus to take them to the university to have their teeth cleaned and then I had a dentist set up that was going to see everyone for half price. So they'd have dental care because we had most other services that they needed. And so the first time the bus gets there and I had 15 lined up and one person came and told me she was just too upset, she couldn't come. And another one had a child and they couldn't, they didn't have a babysitter. And another one had been thrown out because he was drinking. And I ended up with three people out of the 15 and the next time, I thought, well, I'll try 10, and handed up two. And they had people all set up to do the dental care. And they told me after the third time they just couldn't do it anymore because they'd have people set up, and then I didn't have the people, the patients, to come with me. So I had to discontinue. And in our state, the dental hygienist cannot, cannot clean teeth without the dentist present. And so I wasn't able to get them to come to the center to do it at the center, which would have been the, you know, the sensible way to do it. But I tried to work within the system, but that didn't work either. So I know how many problems they have, and a lot of them, as you say, are emotional. But beyond yeah, that, tragic they, when people, yeah, mm -hmm. right, tragic when people like that who could receive help done don't get it because they don't believe it's possible, they don't have the life skills to show up, and various other problems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then, Dr. Church, would you tell us about your books, services, products, and how listeners can get in touch with you or locate your books and all? Sure. Well, you can go to one simple place and download a free health report by me, and that website is just Dawson. My first name, D-A-W-S-O-N, DawsonGift.com. And um, that will also give you access to our, our health reports, which are really useful. And also will get, get you a free copy of the EFT mini-manual. So uh, that one site, DawsonGift.com, will, um, will give you access to all those things. And if you are a veteran who's suffering, or if you know a veteran who's suffering, we offer 
free care, free sessions for them through our nonprofit, and that's the Veteran Stress Project. That website is just stressproject.org. So stressproject.org for veterans and family members. And then the main EFT website is eftuniverse.com. That's where you can read stories about people who are suffering from pain mm-hmm. or from any of those mental health problems, and you can, um, you can get access to all of those stories there. And my most recent book is called The Genie in Your Genes. It's all about how your thoughts, how your beliefs, how your emotions are literally turning certain genes on or off and which genes are affected and how you can use this process consciously to improve your degree of, of mental and physical health. So that book is a really, really powerful explanation of what's, what, we, what we feel we call epigenetics, how thinking, how belief, how emotion, feeling, all these things are literally shifting the expression of genes in your body and what the science is behind this. So that's, um, that's my, my, my pet book at the moment. Mm-hmm. That book was given to me by someone that I like very much, and they highly recommended it. And I've had it for a year, but unfortunately, I just do not have much free time to read between my radio show and then marketing my book that come out in November. And, and then I hear from a lot of cancer patients every month. And so I just have not gotten to it. But it's good that you reminded me and I'll pull it out again and set it on my table and try to go through it because it did come highly recommended. Well, it's written like an adventure story. It's written like a thriller. It's so amazing when you start to look at the medical evidence behind how our thoughts affect our bodies that I wrote the book as kind of a fast-paced romp through mm-hmm. the science behind this. But it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely a much more like a detective story as you read about these great scientific breakthroughs than it is like a dry mm-hmm. book just mm-hmm. outlining a whole bunch of studies. So... I think once once you start, most of who, who who read the first three pages will uh, often won't put it down until the finish. So that, that's that's the uh, that's the promise. Great, good. Well, I thank you very much. I have enjoyed this, and I know it will be helpful to those that have emotional problems because it's always nice to have something easy that you can come and do something about. You know, some of your stress and and emotional problems, and and this is something that people can do themselves, so I like that. So I thank you yeah. very much. Mm-hmm. And, and for cancer patients, uh, the way cancer patients usually use EFT, are, are, are both for pain, but also for fears. They're, they're, they're fearful of maybe the tumor getting worse mm-hmm. or going from stage mm-hmm. three to stage four, mm-hmm. or what will happen to their kids. So there are all kinds of fears, and when we see it used clinically with cancer patients, that's usually how it's used to mm-hmm. help address all of those fears. Once you reduce those fears, your stress level goes way down, and it affects things like cortisol. We found EFT dramatically lowers your cortisol level. Mm-hmm. So when you shift your fear level, then all those adverse biochemical changes mm-hmm. are also reversed. So it's, it's powerful in that way, too. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, good. Thank you again. I appreciate it. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Denise Marie, publisher of A Distinctive Style magazine at www.adistinctivestyle.com 
has brought us another great magazine, the Spring 2013 issue, that is filled with inspirational stories and music, as well as information on social health and life issues. Because of my years working with homeless populations, I was immediately drawn to the story and trailer on Homeless to Hollywood that tells of a girl with a dream of being an artist who was also homeless and afraid of telling her classmates because she thought they would make fun of her. She and her family moved from shelter to shelter over 30 times, but she continued her dreams and painting to become an artist. The recent documentary in her name won an Academy Award for Best Documentary Short Film. Another human interest story is about Tim Harris, a restaurant owner who gives out hugs to all customers. Tim, who has Down syndrome, lives a productive life and talks about his life, marriage, and future. Two musical segments were memorable for me. One was the story and music video of Sister Rosetta Thorpe, the godmother of rock and roll, who performed in the 30s and 40s. This great music brought back memories of visits to the jazz and rock and roll clubs when I lived in New York City in the 50s. The second segment was a video by Josh Groban singing his new song, Brave. He has sold over 25 million albums, and many of us know him and his music. Social issues, including the fracking potential in New York State, the FDA approval of aspartame as a hidden, unlabeled additive in milk and other dairy products, the harmful effects of the microwave, the dangers of five chemical companies taking control of our seeds and its influence on food safety and diversity, and stopping violence against women with February 14, 2013, the V-Day to involve one million women and those who love them to walk out, dance, rise up, and demand and end violence. As the new Healthy Living Editor, I wrote an article on holistic approaches to preventing and treating wrinkles without surgery and also interviewed Dr. Fred Pescatori on natural ways to deal with seasonal allergies. Last were articles on Ann Richards, the 45th governor of Texas, and the new one-woman Broadway show on her life, and another story about her daughter, Cecile Richards, who has been a strong advocate for women and involved in issues ranging from Roe versus Wade to more recently joining Planned Parenthood as president. With these and other stories, you won't want to miss this issue of A Distinctive Style magazine at www.adistinctivestyle.com. My second guest, Dr. Richard Ruling, is a retired physician who taught health science at Loma Linda University after a cardiology fellowship and board certification in internal medicine. Loma Linda was featured in the cover story of National Geographic in November 2005 on longevity. Dr. Ruling says, in my 70s, I know something about longevity and I'm not about to sign up for any government health insurance program. We can do better by taking care of ourselves, 
because good eating habits can help us reverse most health conditions. Our problems usually come from what we put in our mouths. This includes prescription drugs, which are the leading cause of illness, disability, and death. More information is available at http forward slash forward slash richardruling.com. I welcome you to the Holistic Health Show, Dr. Ruling, and as a retired physician with both an MD and an MPH, I'm interested in your views on health and illness. Now, first, tell us a little bit about your medical background and your credentials. Well, I, I took medical school at Loma Linda University, uh, graduated in 66, and after an internship and some service time, uh, I was going to go to Africa, but friends said, you'll do more good if you get some public health. So I went back to Loma Linda for a year of public health, and the opportunity for Africa didn't work out, but the dean was interested in me. I uh, had known him personally, and he encouraged me to take internal medicine and cardiology, which I did. I became board certified in internal medicine, and I had a year of cardiology at Good Samaritan in Phoenix and went back and was in charge of their executive health program. The reason he wanted all these credentials is because he was very progressive in his thinking. He wanted to train doctors of health, mm-hmm. not MDs, to write prescriptions for mm-hmm. drugs. Good for but him. if people aren't feeling well and they uh, somehow don't, uh, you know, they don't have a diagnosis yet, but how to feel better, diet, exercise, that kind of emphasis. And they were graduating doctors of health science with three years of training. And just like medical school has a two years on the hospital training while I was sort of a clinical. I did examine executives and our students counseled them about their diet, their exercise, and so on. Mm -hmm. And so it was uh, focused that way, and I enjoyed that experience for four years before leaving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. I I might say while I was there, just uh, as a matter of interest to the audience, I attended some cardiology meetings where a man named Pritikin spoke, and Mm -hmm. this was mid-70s, Telling about, and he he gave uh, evidence, uh, sl- showed slides which I still have, of how uh, his diet and exercise program got 85 percent of people off of their blood pressure medication. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I went and visited his center in Santa Barbara, and he and later invited him to speak at Loma Linda. And one of my students went to work for him, but I could see that he was reversing a heart disease as well. And and but he got no real help from the media or the press. They you know they. Doctors say, well, he didn't cure blood pressure because if you go back to the other diet, it's, it's back again. You know, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. The, you know it's, they're just greedy. You know, they're not trying to help a non-physician, but basically he was a, a wonderful person that was ahead of uh, the range in terms of diet, and I, I'm seeing that that is good not only for blood pressure but heart disease, diabetes, et cetera, and so did uh, uh, came along later with, uh, you know, uh, there's, I have a website, by the way, that offers a DVD, and it shows Dr. Esselstein from the Cleveland Clinic, who was Clinton's cardiologist. Clinton can't have any more surgery or, or stints put in, uh, and uh, he's serious about his diet, and Esselstein is helping him. And with good evidence that you can reverse heart disease and uh, type 2 diabetes at least, and, and even some type 1s have done well with uh, uh, the low-fat diet and exercise. And I... I follow it myself largely i'm i believe it's the way to go basically we weren't meant to clog up our systems with food and chemicals right right. okay then what is the most important discovery that you made as a physician 
Well, I would say that uh, attending the Pritikin thing that uh, could see that diet would uh, play an integral part. The, the basic uh, discovery is that the body is designed for self-healing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we all recognize this with cuts, burns, bruises, sprains, but if heart disease can reverse, the body is the master at it, and, and if we just help it and know how to support it, we don't have to have medical care usually if we would just... Uh, Eat wisely. Hippocrates was ahead of us when he said, "Let your food be your medicine." You know, nature heals, not the physician. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we have bought modern modern medicine has Dupont slogan, "Better living through chemistry," mm-hmm. <laughs> and it isn't mm-hmm. so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. And what is the most overlooked cause of medical symptoms? Well. Believe it or not, because of my approach, and I'm seeing the drugs in general, but there are drugs that the FDA uh, really looks the other way on, and uh, there's a category called GRAS, G-R-A-S, Generally Recognized Safe, and that includes caffeine. Unfortunately, it isn't uh, all so It was just starting at the top of the head. Drug, uh, caffeine makes you uh, nervous with your nerves, uh, you know, uh, anxiety and so on if they drink too much coffee, but also insomnia. Really good sleep is not good with uh, uh, very much caffeine at all. And walking down the body, it it can affect a variety of things. Digestive disorders, I I once saw a guy in the middle of the night who was, uh, as I walked into the emergency, he was in the emergency room, and uh, as I walked in, he had his head on the examining table, bent over, and I said, uh, what's the problem? And we, we talked just a little bit. I said, uh, I've, I've, he had been there for all kinds of tests and so on. They couldn't find out what the problem was. And nobody had ever told him that two pots of coffee a day might be trouble for his mm-hmm. stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but caffeine turns mm-hmm. on the acid. Uh, it's, it, years ago, they used to do caffeine stimulation studies just to mm-hmm. see how much acid a, a person's stomach can make if they put down a tube and me- measure the ca- amount of ca- acid with caffeine dosage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the purple pill and the, all the uh, Prilosec and Pepsid and Nexium and Zantac and all of that, you know, it's a bonanza for the drug companies. They, mm-hmm. they love caffeine for what it does for their pocketbook. Mm-hmm. And uh, people don't realize that it's a problem. And, of course, it's not allowed in the coronary care unit. You might have a VTAC. It, it lowers the threshold for, for ventricular fibrillation. And it also uh, causes PVCs or extra heartbeats. Mm-hmm. So uh, not good for heart. Uh, irreg- irregularity, not good for stomach. My daughter got breast lumps working the hospital at night. Uh, she couldn't stay awake without Cokes, so she started drinking Cokes, and her doctor her doctor told her to quit the caffeine, and her lumps went away. You know, But mm-hmm. that's the most common cause for breast surgery, is to find out if that lump is cancer or not. And uh, and, it is a, and those lumps are a, a risk factor for cancer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's not good. Uh, cancer of the pancreas was reported in a New England Journal of Medicine study about 30 years ago. And, you know, that was with a 1,000 cases. They found a high incidence of um, uh, link to coffee drinking. The people who wrote that quit drinking coffee. And cancer of the bladder, chromosomal damage, uh, cleft palate, hair lip with uh, with caffeine. They, they want to do surgery and repair all that. Well, why don't they just, uh, you know, quit, quit drinking that stuff mm-hmm. during pregnancy? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, headaches, very common. In fact, the people would probably quit, but they get a, a bad headache on withdrawal, you know. So, mm-hmm. 
I would say, uh, lots of problems with caffeine, and so that's the most overlooked cause of medical symptoms, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And doctors will love to prescribe for those those different things, uh, but osteoporosis I didn't mention, but uh, caffeine will do that too. Mm-hmm. Now, what are your views on vaccinations and flu shots? Well, let's talk about flu. I, ha- I knew a nurse that got lost a week of work after she had a flu shot, mm-hmm. and uh, there's very little evidence to say that it's very effective because the strains keep changing anyway. I was, I'll just tell you this for an interest to your uh, audience. I was working in an emergency room one night when I noticed I was getting sick. Scratchy throat, runny nose, headache a little bit, felt kind of cold and shivery, achy all over. And I was, I was getting the flu, I thought. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. I took my temperature, and it was normal. And I remembered in microbiology class, they taught us that a lot of viruses are killed or arrested with fever. Mm-hmm. And here I was with no fever, nothing to fight this germ or bug. So mm-hmm. I was going to really get it. But I, I took a break from the emergency room, went to a tub filled with very hot water. We all like hot baths, but this was uncomfortably hot. I had to force myself in. But in about 20 minutes, I checked my temperature, and it was 102 and a half. Mm-hmm. I said, hooray, I can quit now. <laughs> Sat up, poured cold water front and back, and this was Southern California, so it wasn't real, real cold water. But they taught us uh, that a contrast, hot and cold, will double your white blood count, mm-hmm. twice as many soldier cells to fight these bugs. And I, I didn't eat any supper, so I knew those bugs, uh, the, the white cells would be hungry. You know, if we overload and overdose uh, this time of year with all the goodies, our white cells are just loaded to the hilt with sugar, and, and they can't fight the germs. Mm-hmm. The, it lowers the phagocytic index mm-hmm. of, the, of the white cells. So basically, I didn't eat supper, took the hot bath and cold, felt pretty good for a while, saw my patients until 11 o'clock, and decided I'd do the whole thing over again, took another second hot bath, finished with cold, in the morning, not one symptom. It was mm. all the flu. I, I had aborted it with no runny nose, no mm-hmm. headache. Everything was mm-hmm. fine in the morning. And mm-hmm. so uh, uh, if you get it early, uh, you, you might abort the thing, as, as I did. But anyway, run from vaccinations, in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. There's the, big trouble with them. Uh, if you're going to ever have a vaccination, try to get a single vial dose, because the multivial doses where they give 10 shots to 10 people, have preservatives like mercury or formaldehyde and stuff that you really don't want in your system anyway. So they, it's just a lot of different things. That, and in the end time, uh, I, I just, uh, that we're talking about, uh, you know, the, with some of the Obamacare and the end of life and, and mm-hmm. all of that uh, provisions, uh, I, I would not want what they want to offer, basically. Mm-hmm. 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 I agree. And I don't get the flu shots. I had vaccinations and all of that, but that, I was a child, so I didn't have much say about the whole thing. But understand, my my dad was a doctor, and I didn't either. But I, I, I've, I've learned, since then learned that I haven't had any in many years. Right, right, right. And then, what do you see as the biggest cause of serious illness and death? Well, I have a website. Uh, this co- uh, title of it is Leading Cause of Death, PrescriptionDrugs.com. Mm. But it's also the leading cause of illness, in my opinion, today. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you why. I'll give you the medical literature, first of all. On tax day, that's April 15, 1998, the, the uh, JAMA, Journal of American Medical Association, had an article on 106,000 deaths in hospitals mm-hmm. under monitored conditions uh, due to adverse drug reactions. The, the definition is a drug properly prescribed and administered. It's not an overdose. 
It's not a, a bad prescription by a doctor that didn't know what he's doing. He wrote that it's like Vioxx for arthritis, but dying of heart attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but this was only 106,000, but it was in hospitals. Two years later, the Western Journal of Medicine, June of 2000, printed one on outpatients uh, outside the hospital, and that was 199,000 deaths from drugs. So you mm-hmm. add them together, 305,000. Mm-hmm. Now that's the third leading cause of death at that rate. But that was, uh, you know, those the data was from before 1998 to 2000 on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in in uh, two from 1998 to 2005, the archives of internal medicine reported, and this was in October of 2007, mm-hmm. they they reported a study of a 2.7 fold increase in deaths and serious uh, drug events from drugs over that seven year period. So you multiply the 305,000 times 2.7, and you're, you're close to a million, you know, mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. It's a 800,000. So, you know, bad problem. And, of course, now uh, it's not seven years. We're, we're 14 years along, so you could double it again. And, mm-hmm. and, and we're, we're about a million and a half uh, deaths. But in the, in the one from Western Journal of Medicine, they also showed how many uh, illnesses. For every, for every death, there was about 500 visits to the doctor and uh, and 80 uh, admissions to the hospital, and and 3 million, believe it or not, 3 million went into long-term care units. These are oh. people that are messed up for life mm-hmm. because of a prescription, you know. Just uh, drugs. Uh, I, I moved to D.C., Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. uh, to confront uh, senators and leadership, you know, on this. Uh, I, I went through all, most of the Senate offices, uh, did not get to see the senators usually. I did see a few. But one was honest enough to tell me, she said, you're wasting your time. They own us. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of pharmaceutical wow. uh, contributions to mm-hmm. re-election. So they're sold out. You know, and, and if they'll sell out on one thing, they sell out on anything. You know, right. if, this is a corrupt situation. Government, in my opinion, is, uh, is disastrous. Uh, I, I'm sorry to say that. I, I, uh, you're from Hopkins, I understand. So I, mm-hmm. I, I would say I wish Ben Carson would win next time, but I'm afraid he won't get the chance. Mm-hmm. Now, do they include cancer and chemo and radiation, all that mess, in those statistics? I think it's across the board, but I don't Is know it? for certain. You yeah. Because uh, I would I think would that think it would so. be higher if they included well, that. It, it would, it, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I, I, and by the way, while we're talking on this, if I had cancer, I would recommend uh, any of your listeners to take a look at a, a website called Cancer tutor t-u-t-o-r dot com a lot of information there uh it's not my website but it's good good stuff on that's what i would do basically if i had cancer and Mm -hmm. along along with the diet when they they got stuff on the diet they have different hierarchies which is better etc you know right it's an excellent site i go there and i don't know if you know but i'm a 39 year lung cancer survivor given six months to live And so I used used all natural interventions. I took no chemo, no surgery, no radiation. I used Laetrile, which was illegal. I used Uh pancreatic enzymes. I used therapeutic doses, vitamin A, vitamin E. I took high-dose vitamin C. I took a variety of herbs. I did a diet. My doctor gave me a diet that was like a vegan diet. I Uh did prayer. You did the right thing. Well, amen. God bless you. I'm here 39 yeah, years later. <laughs> Let me ask you, was your uh, lung cancer a bronchogenic, like from probably smoking or what? 
Yeah, right. I was a smoker, uh, okay. right. Yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, the, the five-year survival rate on that is 5%, so you, you really beat the odds, and, and I'm just happy for you. you. God bless you. Thank you. Is there anything else then you'd like to say before we're going to look at, because I know you've got a, uh, some uh, booklets and all on reversing cardiovascular disease and diabetes too, which I think is important for people to know about and your websites and all of that, but is there anything else in general you want to talk about before we look at those? What can I say? Uh, let me give you an example of how when, one of the things you asked me was, what's the most overlooked cause of illness? Mm -hmm. And while drugs certainly would be a huge one, basically foods, uh, I, I was, while I was teaching at Loma Linda, I got headaches and I couldn't figure out the cause. Mm -hmm. And I went to uh, uh, the neurologist who taught medical students and I, uh, he, we talked a little bit and I said, can anything I eat or drink be the cause of my headaches? He said, well, that would be very rare for your type of headache because it was not migraine. It was mm -hmm. a tension type of headache. Mm -hmm. And I later learned that he did not know what he was talking about mm -hmm. because when I left Loma Linda, I went into practice with five other doctors. One was an allergist, and I uh, saw that the parking lot was always filled for him. People drove hundreds of miles to see him, and one day mm -hmm. I asked him, how many people with headaches can you help? He said, about 9 out of 10. I said, oh, test me, please. And uh, he told me I was allergic to uh, wheat, oats, mm. peanut butter, loved the stuff, didn't think mm -hmm. that would give me a headache. I, I, I didn't notice that kind of relationship. But when I left it out, no more headaches. Oh. And I was, uh, so I will, I'm going to explain to your uh, audience how this is so, okay? Mm -hmm. If you become allergic to something, your body regards it as a poison, kind of like nicotine. Mm -hmm. And you know when people smoke, they don't get sick when they smoke a cigarette. Mm -hmm. They get right. sick when they don't smoke, if mm -hmm. they go through withdrawal. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. on a withdrawal that you get the symptoms, and that's the way my headaches were in retrospect. Mm -hmm. I could get a headache any time, but Monday morning was always headache, mm -hmm. and uh, you think, well, this guy didn't like his job, but I really did like my job, and uh, I hadn't been partying over the weekend either. Mm -hmm. But Monday through Friday, I would take sandwiches to work. My wife knew if I didn't have two sandwiches, I didn't feel filled up. Mm -hmm. On the weekend, she'd say, oh, you get bread every day. We're having fresh fruits, vegetables, <laughs> other things. And I was going through withdrawal mm -hmm. on the weekend, didn't know it. I, did, I didn't know I was, my body was addicted to wheat or something and had built up a tolerance to it. But Monday morning was headache. And, so, and it can be uh, joint aches. It can be ear aches. It can be stomach ache. It can be a wide range of things for people. And if the doctor doesn't know the cause... Basically, we've been doing it to ourselves for many years with the diet since birth, probably, and, and it's just, uh, right. you know, but that's uh, an insight that mm -hmm. I think uh, your audience right. might appreciate. That's great. Then would you tell us about your booklets and books and services? And okay. Well, I would say that the, the best uh, single website I have is, is my name, Richard Ruling, R-U-H-L-I-N-G. It has, it has an H in the ruling but it has uh, the DVD that I think is powerful. I've, uh, I sat across from a man who lost his eye to diabetes oh. uh, a few years back, and he got off of his insulin and was getting better. His, his neuropathy was improving after watching this DVD on eating. Mm -hmm. The title of it is Eating. And I paid a friend $17 for a copy, but I buy him by quantity, and I, I, I sell him. I, I have a whole package uh, that includes postage and all for less than that, I think, on the website. Mm -hmm. So it's and that's the, the the number one best thing I would recommend. I also have a book uh, why you shouldn't ask your doctor, but uh, it's a, a different website. It's called Leading Cause of Death Prescription Drugs dot com, 
And anyway, that's uh, I, I'm not pushing that as much as I think the DVD. People love mm-hmm. to see a DVD, and it's uh, you know it, it's motivational. I've spent my life trying to motivate people to eat better, and this DVD does it better than I could ever do. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, I appreciate this very much. Uh, I know it will be interesting and helpful to the listeners, and I appreciate your taking the time to talk with me today. Well, thank you. It's really I'm I'm so glad to talk to you. We believe alike. I, I believe in many respects. And uh, Carl, uh, wishing you well. And if I can ever help again, don't hesitate to call. Thank you. I will. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. I thank you for joining me today on the Holistic Health Show. I invite you to my website, holistichealthshow.com, where you will find all previous shows archived for the last five and a half years. I also invite you to my other website, beatlungcancer.net, that has information on my latest book, You Can Beat Lung Cancer Using Alternative Integrative Interventions, that discusses my experience with lung cancer 39 years ago when I was given six months to live, and I used all natural interventions to cure the cancer and also to remain cancer-free for those years following the cure. The book also has chapters by Dr. Bernie Siegel, Dr. James Forsyth, Dr. Francisco Contreras, Dr. Kim Dossel, and Tanya Harder-Pierce, that will give you additional information on alternative treatments for cancer. On that website, BeatLungCancer.net, you will also find most of the interviews that I have done on radio and television since the book was published. You will also find the endorsements, a table of contents, and how you can locate the book for yourself. I also invite you to join me on Facebook, on Beat Lung Cancer page, and on Holistic Health Show page, as well as my own personal page under Carl Helvey, or to join me on Twitter, on Holist Health Show, or on LinkedIn under my name. I hope some of the information today was useful to you, and I look forward to seeing you again in two weeks. I wish you a very Merry Christmas. I'm Dr. Carl O'Helvey, your host, wishing you a great week.